Welcome to Realcast, the weekly roundup of the real asset markets. I'm joined by uh, Dan Innes and Nicole Dines. Um, of course, we had a uh, big focus on US midterms and inflation playing a, a huge role in terms of the, the voter intentions there. And also um, inflation, some of the challenges in the market, um, but also some of the opportunities came through in our CE investment briefing that we did over the week. Um, Nicole, what, what were some of the key things that, that came out of that for you? Yes, that was a really interesting briefing with lots of experts that were hosted by CMS at the London headquarters. And the consensus was that CE is a very hard sell, as they put it at the moment, because of geopolitical concerns, it is seen as sort of too close to Ukraine. And Robert Martin of Europa Capital said that the war does not affect the market in any way. The fundamentals are still very strong, but perceptional risk is there and sentiment is all about perception. There's a big difference between local investors or European investors who know the market market and know the fundamentals are strong. It's a very hard sell when you try and uh, persuade investors uh, in Singapore or in the US maybe who are not so close to the market and you just have that very strong perception of risk. Otherwise, see, much like the rest of Europe, you know, had a very good Q, Q1, a very good start to the year. Then the war happened and the, the energy crisis, the economic slowdown. According to Collier's figures, full investment volumes for the full year should be around 9, 10 billion euros, which is you know, lower than the sort of 10-year average of 10.3 billion, but still, you know, pretty respectable uh, sum in the current climate. And Kevin Turbing of Collier said that they expect now with the slowdown of falling capital values around 15 up to 30%, but it will very much depend on the place, the location and, and the asset and the, and the asset class. Domestic investors in this period are taking advantage of the opportunities because as I was saying, they know the market. So they're being a lot more active than foreign investors. Uh, at the moment, I mean, the, the, the figures are 30% domestic, 70% international capital. The situation varies. As we know, Poland is at one end of the spectrum with 98% international capital and only 2% domestic, while Hungary is on a 50-50 split. So the situation varies a lot between sort of 60 countries. But it was said that by our expert that Czech and Hungarian investors in particular are really active in the market and they're sort of jumping at every opportunity uh, across the border. So we, we expect to see more of that. Um, and looking at the sectors, according to Collier's figures again, office and retail have attracted the most investments so far this year. But all the experts agree that residential has the most potential looking ahead, especially PRS, because there's a shift to renting, as we've seen in other countries in Europe, there's a shift to renting in each countries because of high prices. Uh, and uh, higher interest rates, which are obviously making mortgages unaffordable for, for, for a lot of people. Just to have an idea, interest rates are at 6.5% in Poland and uh, sort of eye-watering 13% in Hungary. So uh, definitely an issue there. So strong potential for PRS. And another sector that's really growing is logistics, which is, of course, already a very big, big sector because of the great location of CE countries. Uh, but um, it's boosted by, by, by new, new factors now. Uh, one is the insuring trend, you know, companies wanted to be closer to their customers. The other one is prices. It was said that Poland is more competitive than China on labor costs. So that's another factor that's attracting investors to the sector. And then there's a Schengen factor that Romania and Bulgaria are set possibly as early as December to join the Schengen area, the borderless, sort of frictionless um, area in Europe. Uh, so far, it's been blocked by uh, by the Netherlands, by the Dutch government is concerned about con 
border controls, but there's a strong feeling among European countries that they should pull together this time and show a united front. And so there's a strong chance that um, that they'd get the green light in December. There's the Czech presidency of the European Union, which is uh, really strongly pushing for this. So that should also boost logistics. So at a time of slowdown, a difficult time, uh, but definitely lots of opportunities in the market in CE. Interesting as well to hear from Justina Kedzieska-Klukowska from Berlin Hip in Warsaw that there was an increasing sort of interest from more opportunistic investors um, around whether or not you know, there's going to be financing, refinancing issues. Um, so people beginning to to look at those opportunities. So interesting to pick up on all of that. Um, Dan, what have you been watching? A lot of the uh, newspapers and magazines are picking up on the fact of, of deal values and, and, and pricing in the market. EG is led with stories about those values being slashed by up to 40% as rate hikes have you know taken hold. And we really, you know, we began to start following that a few weeks ago, didn't we? There are some reports that the UK real estate market has just weathered its worst quarter since 2009 in the GFC. And really, people are hoping that it's not going to be quite as bad as, as those, uh, those dark days. But um, new data from MSCI shows that the return of its UK quarterly property index between July and end of September Q3 was the worst since that second quarter of 2009. You know, there are some, uh, you know, some positive signs. Uh, There was an article in The Telegraph on Friday uh, mentioning that US investors have poured as much as a billion dollars into the London office market, people like Bain. This climate is is having a real knock-on effect across the sector. We're not sure it's going to be really the fire sale that BizNow forecasted, you know, last month. Uh, But really, you know, it could be now, you know, now's the time for opportunistic real estate investors, um, you know, because capital values are beginning to decline, you know, just as the cost of debt's going up. So, you know, could it be could it be a good time for them? Elsewhere around Europe, um, aggregate holdings, they've announced the sale of three segments of Berlin's Quartier Heidestrasse development, and that's at a price of about 488 million euros. React News has covered the fact that Samsung SRA wants to bring the Comets Tower in Frankfurt to the market. Brokers are apparently pitching for a role to sell that office tower, uh, which is you know 1.17 million square feet. Um, and the Korean investors looking to get a sale price of about 650 million euros euros for that. Uh, But again, watch the pricing. Meanwhile, apparently there's about 151 billion euros of new capital heading for the European living sectors. You know, investors in the student housing, multifamily, senior housing markets, you know, those kind of those kind of markets right across Europe, they're planning to significantly increase their exposure. And that's off the back of a survey that Knight Frank brought out this week. Elsewhere in the UK, GlaxoSmithKline, GSK, they completed the sale of their surplus development land in Stevenage, which is just north of London, to UBS Asset Management and Reef Group. And those new owners, they're proposing to invest up to £900 million to develop that 33-acre site, which is adjacent to GSK's existing uh, 1 million square foot research and development hub, um, to create a bit of a life science campus there in Stevenage. Um, And that's been interesting, following the life science 
finance uh, debate and sector, you know, businesses like Brookfield's Core Life, you know, gaining a bit of traction um, with their former Arlington Business Park and Harwell Life Science Park. So, you know, there are signs of uh, investment back into the sector, lots of transactions. Um, I'm sure we'll be talking about those all the way through to Christmas um, and at all the various events uh, that, that we're all planning to be at. Talking of which, um, there's only just a fortnight left until MAPIC, which has come around very quickly, the retail leisure and entertainment show in Cannes. And that's starting, of course, on Tuesday, the 29th of November. Yeah, it's interesting to see some of those developments in the market. You mentioned there the, the Knight Frank service and that was really interesting i think to see investors you know looking to spend 151 billion in that sector i noticed that Stuart osborne knight frank's head of european residential investment said you know as we face a potentially challenging macroeconomics backdrop next year investors are looking to increase their exposure in counter cyclical sectors with defensive dynamics and of course, residential is one of those. Um, I noticed that uh, Senior Living Investment Partners, which is of course a partnership between Pension Insurance Corporation and Octopus Real Estate, is set to develop its first integrated retirement community via a joint venture with Elysian Residences. And Elysian CEO Gavi Stein said, Senior Living Investment Partners is further proof of the great potential of this growing alternative residential sector to institutional capital. So beginning to see you know, a, a big focus on that living side and also the senior living side coming through as as part of that. I noticed Commerce Real making its first investment in the Danish photovoltaic market, a joint project with Hydro Rain, a Norwegian investor in renewable energy sources, um, acquiring two solar parks there. And Barker May Medicic, who's Global Head of Institutional Sales and Group Treasury at Commerce Real, saying the Danish investment market for photovoltaic is still relatively young and is seeing a correspondingly dynamic development. And this offers the potential for growth and diversification for our institutional investors in particular. So seeing a lot there in terms of discussions around um, institutional investors beginning to look far more um, at what would have been regarded as much more niche investment areas. So we can expect to see more of that. Thank you, Dan. Um, thank you, Nicole. Thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you next week for our regular roundup of the real asset markets.